Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. The speed limits, they're going to be reduced. You've been hearing about that all day. This is under new plans and it's because of the increase in the number of road fatalities. And it's very hard to um, to not consider this, you know, the, the, the figures and the number of accidents that have happened. I mean, it's been shocking in the, in the past number of weeks. Here's the Minister with Responsibility for Road Safety, Jack Chambers, talking about the new plans earlier. So rural and local roads, which are about 85% of the network, um, have 75% of the fatalities in our roads. They're the very narrow uh, country roads. Many We get pe- feedback from many people that they, in fact, the speed limits on many of these roads are inappropriate. And the proposal is to change that from 80 kilometres per hour to 60 kilometres per hour. Secondly, in urban areas, very re- residential built up areas, it's about changing the default limit there from 60 kilometres per hour to 30 kilometres per hour, but also in parallel keeping the arterial and radial routes in urban areas at 50 kilometres per hour. And then thirdly, for national secondary roads, changing it from uh, 100 kilometres per hour to 80 kilometres per hour. But just to also say for motorways, which are 120, national primary roads, which were 100, and regional roads, which are 80 kilometres per hour, um, the proposal is to uh, leave those roads as they are. So um, within that, though, there'll be discretion with good design and safety standards that uh, speed limits can be revised upwards by local authorities in terms of local, rural and national secondary roads. Connie's on the line. Connie, reducing speed limits, is it the right move? Not at all, no. I mean, the suggestion there is that people doing the speed limits are having accidents. They're not. You know, if you're doing this, it's an 80 kilometre and you're doing 80 kilometres, you're not having an accident. The people are having the accidents are going over the 80. So reducing the speed limit just means they're, they'll still be having accidents because they won't be doing the speed limit anyway. What it will do is slow down people like myself and others who observe the speed limit, it's just going to slow us down because we're not going to break the speed limit. Yeah, well, it depends. A lot of things come into play, though, isn't it, in terms of weather conditions or, you know, other people on the road as well. well but but your point is that yeah, there are people who just will not stick. They won't heed any limits. Exactly. Of course, of course. And the thing is, like, even look at other things. Look at the um, the road signs at the moment. There's speed limits out there that you can't see because they're faded. You know, because they were printed. Like the days long ago, you'd have uh, signs would have been painted and also they would have cut out, been cut out of black vinyl and stuck onto a reflective. But now they're printing the signs. So with the result that they'll only last about five years-ish if they're printed. And at the moment, some of them are over five years and you can't see them, you know, when you come across them. But um, apart from that, you've got bad road marking, you know, uh, bad areas where, where you, you can't see a white line on the road. I mean, we, we have a country that suffers from fog and you go down some roads and your eyes are peeled to the ditch because there's nothing there to give you guidance, you know. Mm. So there's lots of factors there that, okay. that would cause accidents. Well, wh- what about you, Rob? Do you agree? Is it a knee-jerk reaction? Well, yeah, I think it's a knee-jerk uh, reaction. I mean, this is what Jack Chambers is doing. And, of course, I've been listening to uh, Michael Healy Ray this morning. And I've got to say, and he's not in my constituency, but I've got to say he comes across as a very practical man. And uh, he's come up with some uh, suggestions. Reducing the speed limit, I mean, you, all you have to do is look at, say, uh, Sandy Mountain, the beach road there. They've reduced the, they reduce the speed limit there to 30 uh, kilometres per hour some time ago and you had bicycles passing out and almost uh, young men and young women pushing their buggies 
uh, running along the footpath almost past uh, out. But I don't see this as a, this knee-jerk reaction uh, to solving the problem, which has been demonstrated anyhow in the absolutely horrific uh, carnage that's been on the road over the past uh, couple of weeks. And I put this down to, and I mean, I'm a driver of shop well over 50 years without a blemish on my licence. And, and, and I see young people uh, just have no ma- no road manners. And it's almost saying they don't have no road sense. And, you know, so then do you think it's, a, the, to, Michael Healy, to the Michael Healy Ray's point then about, you know, um, learning to drive and, and, and starting that in the early, the school years, is that... Would that well, that's help, not a bad idea. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, Andrea, either, you know. And then somebody suggested that, you know, you would, when you're doing your test or learning to drive, you would you would learn on, say, a vacant uh, airline or airport kind of runway kind of thing, and they could get you to stop in an emergency and that. I'm not quite sure whether our test is, 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 is up to speed uh, in, in the current conditions. Okay. Do you, um, do, do, Andy is with us as well, Andy, you're a truck driver. Like, I mean, nobody has mentioned enforcement yet. You know, I heard the discussion today and and like, look, obviously in light of what's happened in in recent weeks, and we don't know what happened in in certain cases, but there is an increase in the number of road fatalities and and we can't shy away from that. Um, That's a fact. But like, I would have thought it's more enforcement is what we need rather than actually reducing limits everywhere. Hi, Andrea. Yeah, there's definitely a problem with enforcement. Um... Like, everywhere in Europe that has a road policing section, you'll see them up and down on the road network and they're catching people with their bad behaviours. It doesn't happen here. Our road policing units are very seldom seen policing the roads. They might go to an incident or come back from an incident, but they're actually... You never see them on the road policing bad behaviour. Why? What would you Um, see, Andy, across Europe when, when you're truck driving? Well, I, I have to say, I, I haven't been in Europe now in a while. I've been working around Ireland for the last few years. But, like, day in, day out, uh, the things that I would see, there's no... The gentleman before me, he said, there's no road sense, no road manners. There, there genuinely isn't, like. And it's a very sweeping statement for me to say, but after 22 years driving trucks, this is what I'm seeing every day. Um, there's no appreciation of the danger that any particular situation might get you into. There's no appreciation of the danger a truck poses to a car user if they do, and I'm going to say this, if they do something stupid in front of us. I, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, um, I was travelling from Castletown Bear back to Cork with a container. I'm almost at the end of the Bandon Road where it joins the south ring road in Cork there's a set of lights at the Dunn stores, there's a set of lights then at the roundabout that takes you onto the uh, ring road and there's only maybe 80 metres between them I stopped at the first set of lights it's green but the one at the roundabout is red and a car comes from behind me as that light goes green in to the right-hand lane, which is a filter lane to turn right into the shopping centre only, mm. and squeezes in in front of me between the traffic lights and my front bumper, and just that I was aware he was there and what he was doing and braked, there would have been an accident. Like, yeah. 
they can legislate for speed, for mobile phones, for drink, for drugs. They can't legislate stupidity out yeah, of people. Unfortunately, that yeah, is, but that is a big problem. Brenda is with us as well, Andy. Uh, Brenda's joining us. Brenda Bulger is from um, like Brenda. You're you know, and you're tasked with teaching the younger drivers how to drive. Is it just as simple as reducing speed limits? God no, um, it definitely isn't as simple as reducing speed limits because just going back to what the minister had said there, that it's seventy five percent of fatalities take place on rural roads, so they're going to reduce the baseline. And as you had mentioned there with Andy. Enforcement is a thing. You can make the speed limit any speed limit you want, but if there isn't enforcement to follow through, it's not going to be effective. And alternatively, the, the next thing in line with that is the state of the infrastructure. It's not good enough. It, it really isn't. Like I live in a rural uh, region in Kilkenny. We have brass in the centre of our road. The speed limit is 80 kilometres per hour, which we all find humorous because even if you tried, there isn't any way possible that you could reach that as a target, let's say, let alone as a limit. The road itself has been resurfaced on one occasion. Rural roads are selected by many rally clubs up and down the country because the infrastructure is perfect for rallying because the conditions are that bad in terms of bends and straight patches. Mm. There's nowhere for speed vans or Gardaí to park safely to try and catch somebody speeding on these roads as well. So it's enforcement? It's absolutely enforcement. And when the RSA first set up themselves back in, I believe, 2009, they embarked on a huge campaign of road safety. We had ads everywhere. And that seems to have tapered back. And while that was active and it was very much to the fore of every ad break and, you know, broadcast that was going out, auditory and visually, it impacted the numbers and the numbers came down for road deaths. And there has been a curtailment of that in recent years and the numbers have gone back up again. We can't just look at accidents and there have been some dreadful ones and my heart aches for anybody involved with the family members, those poor, poor people. I know, I know. But we can't just point and say speeding is the reason for that. Like no, we, well, sure, we don't know, don't, yeah. There's loads know. of other, loads of loads of different things could come into in, into play. Uh, Andrew says, in Sweden you can drive from 15 years of age in a car that the engine is mechanically changed, that it can't go over about 30 kilometres an hour. The car has to have a large red warning sign in the back of it. It's a great way to learn the rules of the road correctly, slowly and safely. Another listener, I work as a bus driver, all our buses are restricted to 100 kilometres an hour. No matter what we do, the bus will not go over it. Why could this not be done to a young person's car or something similar to all cars? Reduce the speed limit will put so much extra work on us. I can't bear to think about the extra hours in the road. That's from Stephen and Connemara. Like those sort of limiters or speed restrictors, like, is that even the answer, Brenda? I don't think so. I think we need to start approaching our driver education system much more vigorously. Like once you hit 16, you can get your license for your tractor once you do your theory test. I think there needs to be more of a classroom-based approach towards it. And we have to have the visibility of the enforcement and the consequences of action for bad driving yeah. behaviour. Well, funny when you talk about consequences of actions, I wanted to ask, um, ask you about this. There's a listener who says the speed reductions won't make a difference because some people are flashing and alerting oncoming traffic to checkpoints and speed vans and also posting about them online. I think it should be classed as a criminal offence, suggests this listener. 
the the flash of headlights is something that has gone on in this country for forever. Donkey. Yeah. It has, you know, for the avoiding the tax and the insurance as well as the seeding and whatnot because I don't know what it is about the Irish mentality that we just don't equate good driving practices to the safety of our lives and, and the safety of everybody else that's okay. on the road. We always have an I, issue about driving and paying for lessons and things like that. But yeah. it's your safety. Yeah, it's an, it's, it's, it's an interesting point that actually, because it's always the, the cost of learning to drive is, you know, is, is usually a, a big talking point. Martin is with us as well, Brenda. Martin, do you think reducing the speed limits on roads is the solution here? Uh, hello, Andrea. Uh, nice to talk to you again. Um, well, my view is that the the speed limits were brought in over 20 years ago um, by the government and the default speed limit for all um, uh, roads was uh, 80 kilometres per hour with the view that uh, over time that they would be reviewed. Uh, but it, in the great Irish tradition of a... Of, of a um, uh, temporary solution becoming permanent. That's uh, not being done um, uh, in, on a wide-scale basis. So that's why we have the, the um, ludicrous situation where we have um, 80 kilometre speed limits per, per hour on roads where it, it would be impractical to to, um, uh, to to drive at that speed unless you were a rally driver and you were sure that there wasn't going to be a, a vehicle coming in the opposite direction. Um, but it, the, the un, in, a, in a sense, speed limits on those roads it doesn't really it doesn't make any difference mm. what the speed limit is because it's sure people it doesn't mean people will pay any heed to it. it can't be enforced. We don't. We don't. There are too many. We we have um, um, a huge. Um, um, we 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 have a large scattered population. A uh, huge um, uh, number of, of rural roads which. The, there will never be the gather resources to police, mm. and even the cost of putting a a, um, a speed camera at every crossroad that's that's not uh, practical either. Um, uh, so, in 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 a sense, um, you, you know, speed limits on these kind of roads it has to come down. It has to come down to you know, driver education, and 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 hopefully. Okay. Uh, it, that that uh, uh, changing over time. Yeah, Una, do you know what? I'll, I'll take a short break. And um, there's a lot of you getting in touch about reducing speed limits. Is it the right decision? Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk. There's lots of you getting in touch about the fact that our speed limits are going to reduce by about 20 kilometres on some of the secondary and, and rural and urban roads. Una is on the line. Una, is this the solution? I think it's a really important step for um, road safety, um, particularly for protecting vulnerable road users like pedestrians and cyclists. Um, I'm a member of Dublin Cycling Campaign and we very much welcome this um, and think it needs to be implemented urgently. Um, and, And this is where we need leadership from our local authorities to really push this through quickly. But is there any point in implementing it if there's no enforcement of it? Because you can go around and change all the speed limits you want as of today, but if there's nobody out with a speed gun or the threat of guards, sure, no, sure, people won't necessarily heed them. Well, that's true. We do need. We are calling for increased um, 
enhancement and enforcement as well. But I think there's a huge responsibility on drivers of all vehicles, of all road users, to be aware of their surroundings and to be more courteous and mindful of everyone around us. We know that... Um, that the, the chances of somebody dying if they were hit at 30 kilometres versus 50 kilometres is significantly reduced. So at 30 kilometres, one in 10 would die, but at 50 kilometres, um, it's five in 10 would die. So I think this is really important for all of the vulnerable users, everybody using the road, but particularly vulnerable road users like pedestrians and cyclists. Jim is with us too, Una. Jim, like, I mean, Una points to the um, your survival rates if you're hit at a lower speed and it's hard to argue with that. So why not reduce the speed limits then? And thanks, Andrea. Um yeah, the speed limit, speed limit is important as well to bring down. But it is road etiquette. It is the, how people behave on the roads that is the biggest problem. Like I live, I live on a, a it's a busy road. It's a narrow road. If you're going from Clarny to Dingle, it is. I live on that. It's near Castle Main. It's a very busy road. It's narrow. I live off the road, and there's a section of continuous white line at our junction, and it's about two hundred meters, two hundred meters in length, and the amount of times there's been near accidents because people will overtake on a continuous white line. And it is it's scandalous. And recently I've actually had, when I'm turning up my road, I, I've had to stop in the middle of the road because I see a car coming behind me overtaking as I'm turning up my road. It is, and it is just, it's pure and utter just, it's down to the behaviour of, of, of motors on the road. I run and I, I, I used to cycle, I had to stop cycling because the road just got too dangerous. Okay. Would you agree with that, Mel? Mel is with us too, Jim. Like, it's just down to our own aggressive driver behaviour then. Yeah, everyone's in a rush, you know what I mean? Everyone's rushing everywhere and everything has to be done yesterday and it's just the sign of the times, isn't it? I was just ringing in just because over, I have family over in Canada now, you know, emigration. And the kids in school over there, 15, 16, learn how to drive in school, which I just think is a fantastic idea. Mm. A lot of people actually the level of education yeah. by the time you come to by the time you come to do your test and your life and you've already got loads of teaching into you and you you know what I mean like over here you're, well, you're not you're learning illegally which is often what happens yeah yeah honest. yeah yeah so it's just, like back in our day you just you'd go to the test failures yeah. and then you drive off yeah. and then you reapply she was mad would you agree <laughs> would, would you agree with that Una like maybe we need to start looking at the point of time like where people learn to drive and at what age they learn to drive? I think uh, building a road safety awareness is really important from every age. You know, we see that going to school and um, through, you know, through our lives. But we need to remember when are people like uh, able to take in this information and hold that responsibility. If you're driving a car, it's a ton of metal over one ton of metal. It's a weapon. And how do we manage that sense of responsibility and when is the right time to give that responsibility? I think it's something that we need to consider. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, when, when, when would people be able to take on that onus of responsibility? Mm. I think that's important um, because it is, and you know, there's the passengers in your car um, and not just yourself and people around you. Um, you know, we see very, like, not every child cycles or walks to school and that could make a huge difference to reducing the yeah. number of 
cars well, on the you road can only, and the air and everything. You know, you can you can be as responsible as you like yourself, but the problem is you can't account for everybody else that you're going to meet on the road, and and that's a, I think a big part of it too. Look, lunchtime live at newstalk.com. Una, thanks a million for getting in touch. Uh, Jim as well, and also Mel too. Um, a lot of people very well mixed views on it actually today, whether or not enforcement is the right answer or as Jack Chambers, the minister has said, just reduce the speed limits on so many of the roads. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.